Good evening, and welcome to Weird Mountain, where the men are tough and the sheep are scared. I'm Gomez the Yardman. While the gals are busy doing whatever it is witches do this time of year, I thought I'd take a moment to let you know how much we all appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I also wanted to let you know that things can sometimes get a little strange up on Weird Mountain. Especially this time of year, the veil, she's very thin. What you're about to hear are stories, but are they just stories? The gals say no. Decide for yourself. But don't say I didn't warn you. No! <laughs> so, Miss Byron. Yes, ma'am. I blathered on about my stuff in my house, my neighborhood. But then when I think about your house, I think that's what a truly haunted house would look like. <laughs> you know, you would think that there'd be a lot more going on in this house than actually is because. It was a it was a low end boarding house for many many years before we bought it. Really? So yeah, oh yeah, because this neighborhood had fallen on such hard times. Uh, I mean, it never had great times because it's a mill village, but but yeah, it had fallen on some pretty rough times. It's a rough neighborhood <laughs> before it got gentrified as oh, it is now, so that there are million dollar homes here. Anyway, so. Uh, I mean, there is there's some stuff that happens here that over the years we have felt and seen, but but actually not that much. In fact, two years ago, I guess it was, I was sitting in the living room and we've got a closed in front porch mm -hmm. and I heard a terrible, oh, horrible crash like the whole roof had fallen in on the front porch. And, and then it was silent perfectly silent and hmm. I was telling somebody that story and what had happened was and of course I went out there because I mean I'm more afraid of people than I am of ghosts just you to be honest. And me. I'm, not too, I'm not too afraid of people so I just went tearing out there ripping the door open to see what it was and we had had a big old a net full of bocce balls you know what they're like stone yeah. balls that you play with yeah and the net had broken and bocce balls had fallen all over the place. It made the biggest racket. But then, of course, after that, it was silent because they're made of rocks. So it was really heavy. So whoever I was telling about that said, oh, you were so brave. Weren't you afraid there'd be some kind of spook out there? And I said, no, Lord, no, I wasn't afraid of that. What I thought was probably out there was a damn bear. But yeah. as it turned out, it was just bocce balls. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I want to meet a bear, but I'm, I'm not obsessively scared of them. Like maybe well, there might be. Or yeah. But you know, I told you the story about the bear down, down at Weird Mountain, didn't I? The yeah. little young bear. We yeah. had just gotten, just gotten back from, uh, I think a Florida trip or something. Anyway, we were, we was wore out okay. and got out of the van and 
when we'd pulled in the driveway, I thought there was a dark shape over at the neighbor's house, right yeah. at the line. But I didn't think any more of it. I thought it was probably garbage can turned over, whatever. And as soon as the as I got out, that dark shape started coming up the driveway, and it was a young bear. I probably maybe a yearling, maybe even younger than that. Okay. And I was tired, but I did exactly what I've always done. Anytime I encounter a critter that I'm not sure exactly what to do with it, I started clapping my hands together and I went, <laughs> no, no, you go home, go home, <laughs> you go home. And it, it kind of startled a little bit and then put its head down, oh. turned around and went back down the driveway and down the street. I thought it was home, but it wasn't. Oh. I know. I'm not talking about ghosts at all. Let me tell you ghosts, some ghost stories. Tell me a ghost story. So when we first moved into this neighborhood, it was, like I said, it was pretty rough yeah. still. It did not have a good reputation, but we moved here because, because of the history of the area and my family. My great-grandparents moved in here at the end of the 19th century, moved here from uh, Haywood County. And I grew up on stories, so my grandmother was born here, and my mother was born here. Oh, wow. The house where my mother was born is still standing. My grandmother, I guess, was renting it at the time. You know, I drive by that house, going to the grocery store, different <laughs> things. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So we have a long family history here. And so I grew up on stories of, of how it is and how it was and how it would be. Yeah. So when a house came on the market here and we had just come from graduate school, we looked at it. And we really liked it. Now, what the previous owner had done, because this was before they did things like stage in a house. Yeah. He had done this really smart thing. He painted the entire interior of this house white Ooh. except for the floors and the baseboards were all a deep chocolate brown and you open the door and it's a little this house is built probably the 1890s and you open the front door and the light bounced off those white walls oh gosh it just looked so clean and pretty and wow. big well of course we we did we done it and we've been here now all these years but the neighbors all around were, were fairly elderly folks. And, and I, you know, back then I was not an elderly folk, and I, but I just love old folks. So I'd go and listen to them, hear their stories, whatever. Our immediate neighbor up to the east side of us was, she just loved to talk about the history of the neighborhood. So that was all, you know, all good, all good. Well, what happens when you live in a neighborhood with a lot of elderly people is that they start to die off one by one. Yeah. And sometimes you know that they've died off and sometimes you just don't know until later because you don't really know their family and you might not even know much about them except you know them to speak to and to wave to when you're right. on your way to somewhere. So there's a, a house down the hill from me and there was a woman who lived there and I'm not going to call her name in case any of her relatives might hear this, but she was very sweet, and I'd only spoken to her a couple of times, and I knew her name, and just knew a little bit about her, that she'd lived in the neighborhood a long time, and 
she would stand by the door and there was a it was a door with a window in it mm -hmm. she would stand by the door and just or maybe sit by the door i don't know and watch watch cars and stuff go by and she'd wave at people okay well i always loved to i'd slow down and you know give her a big old mayberry wave oh look there she <laughs> is hey how are you doing well i i did that for you know couple years I reckon and just kept doing it and and talking to her when I did see her but there was a while that I didn't I didn't see her to talk to at all but I did still wave at her okay well I I come to find out that she had died oh. six months before I heard about it oh. I had been waving to her that whole time that's amazing. Because she was right there in the door <laughs> waving at people driving by. And when somebody said, Oh, no, you can't, you couldn't have waved at her last week. She, God, she's been dead six months. And I thought, Well, <laughs> she might be dead, but that doesn't mean she's left the house. That's right. Well, I just keep thinking about this one home that somebody called for some help on. And turned out that it was the previous owners of the house and they just hadn't left. Yeah. She, yeah. The gal ended up setting up a little room in the side and she told them at one point, now this place is for you. This is your place now. <laughs> but she said they would go up on the roof. She'd hear them on the roof and stuff. It's like, well, okay, that's interesting. I don't know if she ever got her situation dealt with or not. Wow. Well, well came around. we've got that up. We've got a big old house. This neighborhood, before it fell on hard times, was quite a nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, parts of it were anyway. And there's a really lovely mansion house in right up the hill from us. And the woman who had that, not the woman who built it, but the woman who lived in it when my grandmother and mother were here. Yeah. Um, she was an artist. And had settled into that big old beautiful house and and had a museum of the seven seas. She had all kinds of strange artifacts and wonderful things. And the house is built with a widow's walk up on the top. And long after she was dead, people reported seeing her walking. Really? Walking on the widow's walk. Because she had a very distinctive style of dress. So they knew that it was her. Tell you, so, yeah, this, this whole place is just just as haunted as, I don't know what. I don't know. What's the euphemism? Haunted as. Haunted. I don't know. Haunted as a, as a crow field. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of the listeners will know the answer to that. Yes. We've got some smart listeners, don't we? Haunted as. And a woman that I used to do theater with, who herself may be deceased at this point. I haven't talked to her in years. She lived across the street from that house, and she told stories. The kids would see somebody walking up there, you know, at at, at twilight, mm -hmm. and they'd freak out. Ah! And she'd say, now, children, you don't have to be afraid. That woman's not going to hurt you. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's true. So you, are you, how far are you from big cemetery in town as the crow flies you mean the uh the one in the historic district that one yes 
Well, it's walking distance. I mean, it'd be a, it'd be a, a stout walk, but you could walk there. Um, I can drive there in about five minutes. Yeah, that's and there's also just I would say maybe a mile from where you're at is the place where all those people were relocated to. They had their graves relocated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course there was a, I can't remember what it was, maybe the Spanish flu that took out quite a few of them as well. And so we just had around where you're at, right where you're at is, a, is an old part of town. It's been somewhat preserved. I mean, I know it's getting gentrified, but it's been somewhat preserved when you look at other towns and uh, it's just such a haunted area. Well, yeah, it, it's one of the oldest sections of town. And in addition to that, it's right on the river and right on the railroad. Yep. So there was a lot of transporting going hither and yon out of here. There was. So do you ever sit up on, on that hill and look down and say, well, it kind of looks the same as it did back when I first moved here? No, I never do because it doesn't. No, the traffic never stops, for one thing. Of course, that's common in any city, I guess. But I know. People discovered this was the back way to places, and they didn't yeah. have to be on the big road. And now I, I've, I've turned into one of those people who I'll be like, do you even live in this neighborhood? Why are you driving through here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, I, I've written about this a couple of times and, and I wrote it out as a story in my new book that's coming out in February, which is called Roots, Branches and Spirits. And you can pre-order it from the Llewellyn website there. There's my advertising for my new book. Llewellyn will be very proud of me, I'm sure. Anyway, I said that my great grandparents moved in here in the uh, late 19th century and they occupied a little old house two stories at least it might have been three yeah but it got torn down you know in urban renewal but they had a grocery store on the lower level and they lived up above and there was a ghost and I heard about this from both my mother and my grandmother and some of my cousins okay there was a ghost in that house that you went up the steps up the stairs to the second floor and there was like a landing, a big landing for the stairs. And on it, there was a, a couch, a little, I can't imagine it'd be a big couch, but a couch. And when the street light go, came in at exactly the right angle, you could see a man sleeping on that couch with his back to people. Wow. And, and of course he wasn't there. There was not a man <laughs> there. He was from somewhere else. And I always imagined that he was like a, like a traveling salesman and he would come and stay there sometimes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the story is. You know, that's the funny thing about this. And we talked about that already is that sometimes you never will know the backstory of it. You'll just know what the phenomenon is. Mm -hmm. Well, and I guess none of us do. And if they've got some human shape to them, we can go, oh, well, that's yeah. so-and-so. But then sometimes you actually know them. So this is going to be the weirdest Samhain, don't you think? Oh, it's going to be. It's already hard. It's so hard. Definitely hard. I'm sure you've been making your list this year, just like I have. I always keep a list. 
Yeah, I keep a list every I keep the sowing list and it's all people that we know. It's you know, I mean it may not be people we know, but it's like so and so's mama or so and so's cat or whatever. Well, it's longest list I've ever had. And of course I know yep. that's natural because I'm getting older. But yes. it's just what's fun what's funny about it, I was saying this to a friend of mine yesterday, is as we get older, more people no, no, he was saying, as we get older, more people are dying. I said, but as we get older, more people are being born, too. That's true. So, so many of my friends, they're having either having babies or they're having grandbabies. So it's just the, it's the circle of life. The circle yes, of life. life. <laughs> Do you think Elton John ever gets tired of hearing that those songs from oh, the line? He probably doesn't listen to any of his own music. Well, yeah, you're probably he's right. He's probably like, oh, could I have some Dixieland jazz today? Because yeah. that would really be appealing. I think he started out in semi-classical. He went to the... Oh, uh -huh. 
W-Y-R-D Radio.